your weekly Selk Grassroots podcast, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Welcome to the Saturday Manager podcast. My name is Nick Pitts from Farnborough Old Boys Guild Reserves in Division 3, west of the Kent County League. This podcast follows the ups and downs of grassroots football, including interviews with players and managers across the grassroots sector. Let's get to it. Welcome. My avid listeners. Episode number 45? Um... Yes, welcome. Thank you for joining me. Uh, here we are again. Here we go again. Another week, another day. Uh, <clears throat> the latest news, Boris Johnson from Monday is going to be restricting social groups inside and out to six. But this doesn't affect football at the moment. So keep going. Uh, keep following the guidelines. Keep doing what we're doing as we can't have what we had before because we'll all go fucking insane. Today's layout is going to be as follows. First of all, we're going to go through the results compared to how they were predicted uh, for Saturday the 5th by myself. We'll then review our away game against Bexley, our first game of the season. We'll review that. We will break. We will then speak to Liam Barham from Greenway's Aces, who is our guest of the week this week. We'll speak to him. Uh, and then we will do the predictions for this coming weekend together. Um, we'll do his, then we'll do mine to how they're com- compared. Uh, and then that'll be us. So, first of all, we will start off with the results from Saturday the 5th of September. Right, first on the list. Uh, Bexley, at home to Farnborough Old Boys Guild. Uh, I predicted 3-1 Farnborough win. And we came out on top 3-1 winners. So, points on the board there for myself. Uh, the next uh, next game was Bride and Ropes at home to South East Athletic Reserves. Um, I had this down as a 3-0 Bride and win. Uh, and Bryden absolutely smashed it out of the park, seven goals to one, which is fucking ludicrous. Um, I managed to catch up with Josh and just to get his take on the game, and this is what he had to say. Seven-one win for us uh, the weekend against South East Athletic, which um, starts the season how how we mean to go on. Um, strong performance, sort of from from start to finish. Uh, first half we were very clinical. Um, to all the chances that were coming our way um, and found ourselves 5-0 five, five up at half time unfortunately um, George Maddox lost uh, after scoring his goal lost him to injury um, after 20 minutes so we just had to do a bit of adjustment um, midway through the first half but it didn't really affect the boys they, they cracked on as, um, as they started and uh, second half made a few changes to make sure we got the spread the minutes around, uh, which disrupted our flow a little bit, but um, still managed to put another couple of goals um, past them in the second half. I think the only uh, disappointment was conceding a goal um, from just giving away a, a sloppy penalty, a definite penalty, uh, putting the shirt in the uh, in the box. So um, something to work on, uh, but all round good performance going into next week. 
That was the ever-forward-speaking Josh. <clears throat> Oatley from Brighton, so well done, mate, on getting a 7-1 win and topping the table at the moment. Uh, next fixture was Bromley's reserves at home to Wellington reserves. I had this down as a one-all draw. And Wellington reserves proved me wrong and went and won four goals to two. So great result there for Wellington. Well done, boys. It's a great result. First out of the season, especially away to Broms, um, who were looking good back in the last season. Again, don't know if they've improved, let go, who they bought in, what they've done. Um, but whatever both sides have done, they've done it completely opposite ends of the scale. So well done, Willing, uh, for getting the result there. Long lane reserves at home to dance and sports reserves. I had this down as a 4-1 long lane win. Uh, and another team scoring seven on the day. Long lane uh, seven, dance and sports three. Danson still getting three against Long Lane, who um, fancy themselves as a top three side this this year. Um, <clears throat> I'd be I'd be a little bit sceptical conceding three against Danson if that was me. Uh, however, smashing seven past any team you know speaks for itself. So well done Long Lane and well done John Chorley to the boys down there um, for that first win. And the last game of last weekend was Metro Gas Reserves v Housted United. Housted. The favourites, statistically, going on last year for the title. Uh, I had this down as a 2-0 Housed win. And that is exactly what happened. Housed won by two goals to nil. Managed to catch up with Scott Mullins, the Housed gaffer. And this is what he had to say. If it plays. Uh, good morning. This is uh, Scott from uh, Housed. Just a quick report, a minute report on our game on Saturday. Uh, very competitive game against Metro Gas. Uh, ended with a uh, two-nil win to uh, to us, uh, but it certainly wasn't all one-way traffic. Uh, you know, we, we scored after about 30, 35 minutes. A header, great header. Then we ended up getting a uh, second goal, maybe with about ten minutes to go. Uh, a good little play out on the left, and we cut in and scored. We had one or two more chances. Uh, Metro Best certainly, you know, pushed us back and certainly was in the game. That's for sure. And uh, it's good to get the first three points under the belt for us and minutes, obviously 90 minutes now are done. Uh, but what I would say is, is I certainly feel that uh, Metro Gas will certainly win a lot more games than they lose. Uh, I'm pretty sure that anyway. But uh, anyway, uh, that's a, a brief report on, uh, on our win. Thank you. The infamous Scott Mullins there from, uh, from Housted United. So... Good win for Housted. Some good, strong results out there. Bryden, obviously, and Long Lane standing out, both notching seven. Uh, Josh will be bitterly disappointed to, to have let that clean sheet go. Um, but some some very good standout results. They're like well in for me. It's a standout result of the week, winning four goals to two, because as I said last week and as I've said in previous weeks, you just never know what you're going to get with Welling. One day it'll be really good, and the next day it'll be, they'll be shit. But then again, you could say that for any team. Uh, so... Some good results there, and well done to everybody involved at the weekend. Right, so our game away to Bexley. Um, I've got to be honest, I, I really, really, really didn't know what to expect. Uh, so many people saying that you know they've got they're a better side than last year. Um, they've formed with Tevia Rangers from last year. I don't know what didn't know what heavy at Rangers were like last year, so I can't comment. 
Uh, so really kind of went into the game with mixed emotions, a little bit nervous, first game of the season, I suppose, and I didn't want to... I didn't want to lose. Nobody wants to lose the first game of the season. <clears throat> so, uh, arrived on time, which is which was obviously good. <laughs> it starts there. I got drilled into the boys. If I set a time, that's the time you get there. You know, it starts from the attitude turning up in the changing rooms, and you know, finishes on the pitch. You leave it all out there. Um, we had use of the changing rooms six at a time, so we we took advantage of that. We got straight out. We did a good warm up. <clears throat> we um, we lined out with a strong a strong formation. Um, Michael Hill was making his league debut for us. Who's had a really good preseason. Surprised me actually. I'll be honest. Um, no detriment to his uh, ability because um, he's a good player. Um, but had a really good preseason and actually had a really good game. Really good game. Really impressive how he played. First 10-15 minutes was a little. A little shaky. Again, don't know if it was because it was the first game of the season. Um, a few sort of match day nerves, um, but we managed to to get the ball down on what was not a, not a bad pitch. If you've played down at Bexley, you know what it's like down there. But when we walked out, we actually thought, okay, yeah, this is looking all right, um, and you can we can play football on it, which we did. Uh, we got the ball down. We started. Um, we started some good moves. Uh, played well down the left with myself down the left hand side. Um, Matt Edmonton down the right and Mike Cole through the middle of a front three. Uh, and we were really playing some good football. Um, we had Ben Norris uh, in holding midfield with Ben Delaney and Ben Norris completely ran the show in midfield. I thought he was absolutely brilliant. The oldest player in Kent League football and he ran the show. Um, solid four at the back. Um, Billy Roberts making his league debut for us as well, right back, former Herne Bay under-18s player from last season. Um, really pleased that we've managed to get him, uh, so really pleased with how he got on Saturday as well. Bringing the ball down, playing it out from the back and actually playing with a little bit of confidence as well. Once we started creating a few chances and getting in behind, because they didn't have a great deal at the back, I've got to be honest, um, it all... It all started to go a bit route one for Bexley as well. I mean, they tried to play football through the middle. Kieran, who we had on last week, raised son. Um, he picked the ball up in midfield a few times and, and tried to run with it and it either ran it too far or, or, or put the ball too far in front of someone. But he was trying to um, he was trying to create those chances and he was trying to get Bexley going because first half, really, just, there wasn't really anything there. I mean, they had a couple of half chances from corners, but nothing... Nothing cutting edge and nothing um, clear cut. And the goal came, our first goal come, uh, came, sorry, five minutes before half time. We had um, a throw in by the corner flag. Harry Tanner threw the ball into the box. Um, flick on to the back post um, to myself. Um, went over my shoulder, brought it down, uh, managed to turn to my right, opening the ball out. Um, Left foot shot straight into the keeper's bottom right and we were 1-0 up. And the timing of the goal couldn't have been any better. Uh, like I said, five minutes before half-time. It really gave us a little bit of a boost going into the going into half-time. Uh, and just what we needed. And just what we deserved, I think, because we'd done everything except score. We'd had two or three clear-cut chances, three or four half-chances. So it was only sort of like a matter of time before... We put the ball in the net, 
half-time just said to the boys, look, just keep going, just more of the same. We're now going downhill, we've got the 1-0 lead and they're not really offering us anything um, in terms of having to do much uh, defending-wise. Uh, and that paid off. Um, ben, Delaney, was it ben, Delaney? Yeah, ben Delaney managed to get the second goal for us five minutes after the restart. Um, Matt Edmonton and Mike Cole managed to chase the left-back down, or the centre-back, the left-sided centre-back, into his own corner. Uh, Mike managed to steal the ball off him and then just lay a ball straight across the, the penalty area for Ben Delaney to meet and put straight through the goalkeeper's legs and we were 2-0 up. And confident, we were playing with confidence. Uh, Charlie Pitt at 10, pressing, um, pressing defenders as he does brilliantly week in, week out and who really is pivotal to how we play. If we didn't have him, we wouldn't be able to play the way we do. Uh, if you've played against Charlie, you know his strengths, and I'm um, not sure where his weaknesses lie, if I'm, if I'm honest. Uh, so that's it was pretty much plain sailing for the, the whole of the second half. I don't remember them having one chance. Um, the one they did will come to shortly. Uh, the third goal... Um, we uh, made a couple of changes in the second half to freshen it up. We wanted to keep the flow. Uh, and uh, Toby Palmer, our 20-year-old signing from Bromley Academy, came on and made his league debut. Uh, a big lad. If you've seen him, he's a, he's he's got to be 18 stone worth of muscle. Um, a big lad. Um, he's good on the ball. Great left foot. Um, there's no chance you're going to get in and around him because his frame is just too big. Uh, we had a ball crossed in from the left-hand side from Matt. And Toby managed to take control of it just on the edge of the six-yard area. Managed to turn, swivel, hit a shot, straight through the goalkeeper's legs, 3-0. And as I say, from there on, we were kind of just going through the motions. Ben Norris bringing the ball down, playing it out to left back, um, working our way up the pitch in stages. Um, and things that we didn't do pre-season, we were doing in you know in our first game. And it was a joy to watch when I did come off. And it was, it was good to watch from the side because... Again, it was stuff that we hadn't done during pre-season. And now to see it first game of the season, I think the boys actually really switched on uh, and um, and took it to Bexley. The one goal we did concede was a penalty, which to me now still baffles me. Um, the ball dropped in the penalty area and apparently handballed by Simon Hellman. Um, ball bounced up and hit his hand. I didn't see it personally. There was too many players in my way. Um, and afterwards, because I don't think any of the other players saw it, after the, the decision was just given, uh, Coley and Charlie had run to the ref and said, what have you seen, what have you seen? Ref pointed to the spot. He said, oh, I didn't actually see you handballed it, but I saw something. So like, well, if you're not sure on who's handballed it, what have you, what have you given there? What have you given? Um, and this kind of went on for about even about five ten minutes after the penalty was still given. We were still confused, and it kind of threw kind of threw us off our game a little bit. Um, nothing was coming through because Bexley had nothing, um, but just an inch of confusion. Just because there was just I don't know what he saw. I didn't see it. None of the boys saw it. Um, I don't think there was even any shouts from the Bexley lads to be fair but so a little um, disappointing that we conceded because it could have been 3-0 it could have been 4 or 5 um, there was a couple of nice moves late on Billy Roberts running from right back into centre mid a scooped pass to the edge of the penalty box which was met by Ben Delaney on the volley which whistled past the post 
Uh, a few, yeah, Coley had another effort, Matt Edmonton had another effort. Uh, so we would get, it could have been five or six, but 3-1 may be uh, a, a fair result and, and definitely a good way for us to start um, the 2021 campaign. Um, and we continue our form from last year. We just need to make sure um, that we do that this weekend um, when we finally get a home game against Metro Gas Reserves. Metro Gas looking to bounce back from their 2-0 loss to Halstead and we're looking to continue our momentum with now being given the fixtures for September. is a very winnable and unbeatable September. So let's hope we can continue that in two weekend. Okay, that's the end of the first half. We'll take a quick break and we'll be back in the second half with Liam Barham from Greenway's Aces. Having trouble tracking who can play and who can't? Download Down to Play before your next match. The first app to purely focus on player availability. Get Down to Play for free in the App Store and Google Play. Welcome back to the second part of the show. Hope you enjoyed the break. We've reached that part of the show where we speak to our guest of the week today, which is Liam Barham from Greenway's Aces Reserves. I think this is Liam's first full season in charge. Obviously, um, last year, or last season, as I say, COVID coming to place. It would have been last year, I believe. He'll tell me, he'll correct me if I'm wrong. Um, finishing fifth or sixth, I believe. I think it was sixth last season, Greenway's. Uh, had a very decent run towards the back end of the season and um, I'm assuming he's going to want to kickstart that this weekend with their first opening game against South East. So let's give Liam a tinkle and see if he's available. Let's see if uh, we can get hold of Mr. Liam Barham. See if we can get him. Hello. Liam. Hello, mate. How you doing, brother? Not too bad, not too bad yourself. Yeah, yeah, fine, thank you, mate. Getting on with it as you do. Um, how you been? You know, post COVID or pre COVID, whatever you want to call it now, during COVID, how you been keeping? Um, to be honest, mate, I've been bored, very bored. I think we all have, haven't we? Yeah, there's only so much stuff you can get on with in the hour, um, without football going on and stuff like that, so yeah, but yeah, just to try and keep busy in my place, spotless at the moment. Um, <laughs> yeah, I bet it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, good man. Okay, with that said then, so just to kick us off, can you um, summarise the best you can last season, obviously before COVID come into play? I just touched on it briefly, just to say that you kind of, you had a strong finish um, to the back end of last season. You obviously had a cup final um, on the horizon. Just just summarise it sort of from, from start to finish in, in your own words. Yeah, well, I think, I think you, you touched on it there, Nick, to be honest. Um, the, the end of, the end of the season was, was the upside for us. Our first couple of games of the season, we had, um, I think we had Long Lane and Meridian, and they, they were both solid sides last yeah. year. Um, and I think we lost 4 0 and 4 2 in the first two games of the season, yeah. which put a bit of a dampener on it. I think some of the boys underestimated the mid they've gone into because some of them have played at a bit of a higher standard. Yeah. Um, but the higher standard, you play, I think you can get a little bit more time on the ball, it's a bit more like a game of chess. Whereas uh, you kind of get some things in, in this league, and it's a bit manic. You, you don't get much time to think on the ball. Yep. Um, so yeah, I think that was a bit of a surprise. Uh, I think that we we took 
took a couple of games to get into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably probably three or four games into it, you started finding out the uh, it, it was new for me as well as, as, a, as a manager for my, my first time managing a side by myself. Yep. Um, so it, it was a bit of a learning curve, but it turned around pretty quickly. Um, started learning who, who the bigger boys in the league were and what the opposition is going to be like weekly based on like some, some ridiculous, I mean, some ridiculous results. Some things that they are shit, mate. Really. Yeah, I know. Um, and, and yeah, you wonder what they've done to get into that league to, to be that bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah there's things in like different leagues below that I, I didn't put it all over after that league, to be honest. But yeah. that's, that's the way it goes. Um, yeah, so we found a shape that worked for us. Uh, and yeah, and I think the proofs in the pudding, like, like we said, started off a little bit slow, but picked it up. I mean, the big thing for us last season was, was cup runs. Yep. Uh, we, I think we got... Quarters was it quarter? I think we lost against you guys maybe in, in uh, at your ground in the league cup. Yeah, that was. Uh, the, I, I want to say that was like the last sixteen because then we lost in the quarterfinals to Crayford Arrows. That's it. Yeah, that's it. That that's um that that was the league cup. That's yeah, the one, yeah. And then uh, obviously the Kent Cup was, was the big one for us. Yeah. Beat beat a couple of side, couple of, like league above. Mm-hmm. Um, it was in our league last year, which quite a big game for us. We had a bit of a bit of a rivalry game against them sort of last last game of the previous season bit of a local derby that one isn't it fucking hell I bet there's blood everywhere yeah it was nice to knock them out (laughs) Uh, leaked down as well we had in there Um, but then like I said there was a couple of teams from from, uh, like R&D league sitting more league places like that who were were stronger than some of the tents I had yeah strange how it works yeah, it, it, obviously cup games, anything can happen, can't it? So yeah, of course. That, that was a big one for us. Obviously, all the boys are buzzing for the final. Um, the FA had come out and said that it's definitely getting played. Ken the players are definitely getting played this year. Yep, it's good. Um, not sure about when, but it's definitely going to happen. So, it's a bit of a strange one, really, because we've lost a lot of players from last year. Um, so, I hope that the hunger's still there from the players this year that, that still want it. I'm not sure how it's going to work with who's eligible to play. And stuff like I think that. from what I'm hearing, um, certainly on Sundays, uh, through the Alberton and Bromley League is that you have to use the players that are registered to your team from last season I could be wrong but that's what happened that's what's happening in the Alberton and Bromley League from the cup finals that are being played like we've got some this weekend um, as far as I'm aware you can only use the signings that you've had from last year okay so but I'm sure yeah. they'll advise you of that anyway once you get the green light for the date yeah yeah, I'm sure something will sort itself out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like I said, like, hopefully the boys are still hungry. It's been a long time coming. Um, it's the furthest the club's ever been. And, uh, yeah, hopefully it's more to come. Yeah, I mean, look, it kind of answers its own question. If if my boys weren't up for a cup final five months after football, I'd want to know what the fuck's wrong with you. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, So, <laughs> hopefully, with that said... Um, you know, you get the right response and you go and, and you get the right result on the day. So just take take your mind back to sort of like lockdown and say like a month or two months into lockdown. Did you did you guys do anything as a team sort of to deal with COVID? I mean, did you sort of, everybody was doing the Zoom quizzes and things like that, FIFA tournaments. Did you guys do anything as a team to, to get through it? Um, well, like, like, like I mentioned a minute ago, um, we lost a lot of players. Yeah. 
not, not a lot of players. I'd say three or four big names we've lost. Yeah. Uh, but that was due to consistency. Mm-hmm. So we'll, well, I'll touch on that in a minute. But based on that, our team was completely different. So okay. it sort of worked in our favour a little bit because without the football, we had to get the social aspect of it right. Yep. Um, to try and obviously do a little bit of gelling, uh, things like that. So we didn't really do much. We didn't really do much sort of um, Zoom calls, quizzes, stuff like that. Yep. We done a, a little night running club and we set each other targets. Yeah, I got involved with that, which was a bit of a laughing stock. <laughs> but you got uh, involved. That's the main thing. You yeah, done I've it. Done a, I've done a little. I, I might have done one run. There you go. Uh, There's one more than someone else. It, yeah, it's one month in six months, uh, <laughs> and it was, wasn't to the fridge. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I, I'd say as a club, there was a lot going on. Yeah. Um, I did a lot, uh, last season, especially, I've done a lot of work with the youth teams, mm-hmm. um, and I'm in a lot of their like parents' group chats, and uh, they were doing like sort of running clubs as well, little targets for each other, fitness tests. So um, I was doing the under twelve last year, and we was doing like little. Uh, plank competition, yep. toilet roll, pick-up challenges, um, fitness challenges, stuff like that. Just to, just to try and keep it ticking over, really. Yeah. Just yeah. to keep it feel about the club, you know? Seems like a long time ago now. I remember all the, the, the toilet roll, kick-up challenges and stuff like that. Seems like fucking ages ago now. Fuck me. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, cool. Okay, so let's talk about pre-season now. Now we've, um, we're a week into the season. appreciate you haven't played your first game yet. That is this weekend. Um, talk to me about your pre-season How, how's it gone uh, players that you've lost um, players that you've recruited what, what's what been going on down there um, so we've we've actually lost some big big names but like I mentioned earlier that was due to lack of consistency which was consistency with commitment yeah um, which therefore shows on fitness yeah shows on on, on all different platforms um, so you've got to try and take positives out of it, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, these players we've lost are very good players, and and they could they pitch this league, they pitch two or three leagues above, yep. and they have done. Um, but without consistency, it's hard to uh, it's hard to build a side. Yep. Now, when you look at when you look at what the club are trying to do. Um, as uh, yeah, like as a club. Yeah. So the, the aim of our club, of our team at the moment, is to try and get the adult side to a higher playing level as possible. Yeah. So that when the big teams come through, they will be of a good enough standard that they want to stay. Yeah. So um, we, I'm not sure if you know much about our youth and stuff, but I followed it. Yeah, about, I followed a little bit of it. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the big talk about Greenway Gators is is the youth. Um, so from under 16 downwards, we've got Kent youth sides all the way through doing really well. Yeah. Um, lots and lots of players at professional clubs and trial, uh, at academies and stuff like that. So um, for us to create, I mean, I mean, fair play to the chairman, fair play to the club. They've got a lot of money into coaching, get people through their badges. We've got numerous B licenses, uh, goalkeeper coaches. And train three times a week and play once a week. So they're really, really putting a lot of time wow. into youth. Um, and it's paying off. So it, my job uh, and Josh's job uh, and a new goalkeeper and our job is to get that, the first team to as high a level as possible in the next three, four years so yeah. that 
we're not just creating players for other sides to uh, take last minute yeah possible. okay yeah that's that's what we're, we're, we're trying to avoid so that's the game plan so when you look at um, how pre-season's gone back to the question with losing them players it's given me a, a bit of an opening to start looking at the youth now um, and by doing that I've, I've signed three or four under 18 players okay. and they're not just they're not just squad fillers Two of them are in my starting eleven on Saturday, yeah. um, and and one of them could easily be in there. It's just unfortunate that he's got tough of tough competition in yep. that position. Yep. Um, but that's the way it goes. Sometimes, sometimes you've got running your stripes as, a, as an under-18 player to try and try and get yourself in. But the, the boys are proving themselves pre-season, and I'd take an under-18 player who's consistent training and playing on time, responsive. Uh, good communication skills all day long then uh, a, a very very good player who might turn up once a month yeah Which, unfortunately that's the problem you get when you play at this standard yeah people have got kids people have got work and that's the beauty of them under 18 players some of them just live and breathe football yeah I mean the thing with that as well is you've got those three players that you've just mentioned they, they've got to prove to you they, they've got to give you a problem they've got to prove to you why they deserve a place in that starting eleven, do you know what I mean? It's not a case of, of okay, you've got three players that you've noticed from the under 18s I'm just going to fit them in. It's down to them, and it sounds like they know that, and it sounds like that, that seems to be working quite well for you. Yeah, I mean, even even last year, Nick, I think we had uh, in our semi final, we had three players that were first year of under 18 so we don't you don't have an under 17s can you believe you have under sixteen under eighteen? Yeah. Uh, so a lot of them play on the rating for two years. Yeah. We had three players in our semi final last year who were first year on the rating. That's great, that's brilliant. Yeah, one of them's gone, but yeah, like I said, we've signed another another three. One of them's come from um, the, you know, the, the school sports academy, yep. well in yep. well in sports academy, the, mm-hmm. the, the school thing they do. Um, and a couple of them have just been playing Kent League football the whole life and uh, and to be honest with you, Nick, I, I watched some of the underrated Kent Youth League side, yeah. and that would piss over a lot of teams in our league. And yeah. a couple of leagues I'm sure they would, yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm at a stage at the moment where I've got to start incorporating them, but it's also the first case for men's football. And it's easy to I was just about to say that as well, yeah. It, it's all good having all the skill and pace and that in the world, but if you have a 17 year old striker coming up against a 6 foot 35 year old centre half, you know what's going to happen. Do you know what I mean? So, but yeah, it's it's exactly. it's good that you're you're embracing that change, and it, it's it's um there needs to be more sort of homebred grassroots, you know, boys being brought through the club, and I'm really I'm really pleased that's working for you. Um, as we said earlier, you haven't you haven't played your first game yet. Your first game uh, is this weekend. Uh, I, uh, and you are going. Where are you going? You're going away to Southeast. Um, yeah, yeah. So that's where the, where the where the semi was played. They should go and cheer along way, they? Yeah. Do you do you feel you're ready? I mean, they uh, they got battered last week. They got absolutely smashed yeah. out of the park seven one. Um, so, do you feel you're ready to go and hit the ground running and, and continue with the season like you finished it last year? Uh, I'm quietly confident about a result this weekend. Yep. Um, without saying too much. They don't look great today. Um, 
Yeah. Last season, they're not, um... they didn't look like they had the best season either. It does look like things have changed. I think they look like they might have got worse. I mean, it's hard to judge on the first game. Yeah, of course it is. You, take, yeah, nothing, you, you can't take much from the first game, but yeah, it's difficult when you see a result like that. Yeah, people couldn't have judged that from the first couple of games last season, so it could have easily. Yeah. Um, so, I, I mean, the boys are hungry, which which is half the battle. As long as we get our shape right, um, as long as we play the football we've been working on, I'm, I'm sure we'll be fine. Cool. Okay, good. Right. Two more things before I let you go. Appreciate you <clears throat> coming on. Um, firstly, um, predictions for this season. Top three and bottom three in order. So if we start with the bottom three, bottom up, and then start and then move on, sorry, to the next three, go from third to first. Oh, um, bottom three. And and your reasoning for your decisions, if you can. Right, bottom, dead bottom, not bottom. Yeah. I'm gonna go Lewisham. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean. Listen, they go through spells, and I've heard it so many times. Oh, we've got this new thing, we've got this, and I just think it's a load of bollocks, mate. Like that, that, that don't wrong, they had a couple of results last season. Yeah. But mate, it's just, it's just so inconsistent there. Yeah. Like they turn up with like my men sometimes, and that, and I just think what's going on. There, they did like, that with us. Yeah, we were waiting. Like I think we were on the pitch warming up when we played them away. Um, yeah. and they walked out literally we played on the furthest pitch from the clubhouse and they all about eight of them walked out and just started kicking a ball around and two minutes before kick off like you know yeah. the um, the other three come out um, yeah that's, that's it it was the same with Peckham before they started yeah yeah I can see what you mean yeah and, and, and I just think like they're going through spells of yeah this, this is going to happen and I just think it's a load of shit mate I just think it's not if it doesn't happen, I'm not sure what's going on there, but it's been the same for the last three, four years, mate. Yeah, you're right, it has been, yeah, you're right. Yeah, but bottom side, but listen, I hope things pick up because they've got a good couple of boys that are standing around the club and, and they, they really care about their youth as well, which like which would be nice to see some yeah, I'm surprised you didn't put them bottom actually. Yeah, it's similar. Do you know the only reason I didn't think is because one of the last games of last season they gave us a good game. Yeah, uh, I think we won two one three one. They give us a good uh, game at all. They 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 literally it was yeah it was towards the back end of the season and we went one nil down in the first five minutes and it was one nil for a while and then we managed to come back and score like four, three or four in the last. 10 minutes it was one all for a long time um, but yeah as you say I don't know if they've improved or what they're doing but again they, they conceded 7 in their first game as well so um, you can only take from that what you will do you know what I mean yeah yeah definitely definitely um, and then third from bottom I've gone South East Athletic yeah. purely because of the result uh, Saturday just gone yep. I'll, I'll had a little look at them obviously as a manager, you do, don't you? you have yeah, yeah, of course you do. You've got to have a look. What I've done, done last year, and it doesn't look like I've done a lot, let's be honest. So I've gone with them, yeah. uh, first and bottom. And okay. listen, there could be any teams in that league that could finish first and bottom. Anything could happen. There's, there's probably 
I think there's a pool. There's a pool of about five clubs. I think. Um, yeah, I mean, you've got like you've got like a middle middle section of the table that could be that could go anywhere. They could have a good season and finish fifth. Yeah. Or they could have a bad season yeah. and finish second from bottom. Yeah. You never know. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, it, it's just at this level, it's taking your chances, and if you get a team that creates a lot but doesn't take them, then you're going to get punished for them, and that's that's usually the difference at this level. Um, yeah, that's, that's, that was our problem last year. Was we, we I backed us all the way last year to, to be a top three side. Yeah. And if we didn't, um, if we had a little bit more consistency, like I said, with, with some of the senior players, yeah. like, like we, we lost, like we was 2 up against Bexley and ended up losing 3-2 in the last 10 minutes. Oh. Like stupid, find a way, stupid results like that and, and that's what killed you. Fucking hell, that's, that says a lot. And they were shit last year. That says a yeah, lot. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, mate. Yeah. Like, I look at some of their results and I think, I think some of the boys look at their results as well. Complacency, like, do you think? think? What's that, sorry? Complacency, do you think, when you go into a game like that? I think so, maybe. Um, I mean, you've got to play for 90 minutes, you know, and, and sometimes last season, with, like, with some of the players that weren't getting as much game time, um, they don't see how quickly a game can turn around. Yeah. And with a team like that, like, they, they were shit. They were yeah, shit. they were, they were terrible. And, and that was at home as well, to get turned over by a team like absolutely buzzing, I was gutted and the boys were fuming. But listen, we've got to take a look at ourselves when, when things like that happen because you, then results have results. You, you've got to look at yourself and think like that. That's what's stopping us being the top four, top three. Yeah, right? definitely. Yeah, yeah. And, and again, that's the difference. Like I just said. That's the difference between games like that when they, when you've got the sides at the time that are in and around you. You've got to beat them, and and that's just. I mean, two years ago, we drew eight games two two, and that fucked us. And we we managed yeah. to put it right last year and finish second, or whatever if, yeah. it, if it's void or whatever. But you know, statistically, we finished second. So and we managed to put that right. So it's just finding that that formula or that missing piece of the puzzle just to get you across that line. Um, and turn yeah. those draws or them them slight losses into wins. It's so important at this yeah, level. Yeah, that's, that's that's what I think. That's what I think. The positives are well, definitely what we sort of conveyed onto the the, the squad. Yeah. Is, look, you're all there. We we did eighteen players turn up training week in week out. Yeah. Wanted four or five under eighteen players in there. Mm-hmm. Three or four that I'm taking. Um, and there's like a couple of players that just train, but. We get good numbers week in week out, and that type of consistency will reflect in games. Yeah, it will. Um, It'll come. Yeah, and that's 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 well, like you say, my your missing part of the puzzle. That that that's my missing part of the puzzle. I think um, I don't think it takes a genius to win this league. I don't think it takes a genius to get promoted. Yeah, but I, I think that that is that's a big part of it. Is consistency yeah. turning up week in week out and and playing for ninety minutes. Which yeah. Definitely, these under 18s boys will, will do, yeah. Decent. They're hungry, Nick. They're hungry. So. Well, that's half the battle. As, you, as we said earlier, that's half the battle. Right, top three. Third, second, first. Third, second, or third. Well, listen, I, I'm going to be completely honest. I don't think, like, how did what, like, 30 points, 10 games last season. Yeah. Um, Hundred percent record. Yeah. But listen, we. I know we are people complain about referees, and I don't want to be that way for the time. <laughs> but we was up against it when we went to their ground. Like, okay. Seriously, up against it. Right. Um. 
Interesting. I haven't heard that. We didn't. We didn't go there last year. We didn't get to go there because of COVID. So it's interesting to hear that. Yeah, we had it was a, a big wrestling. He sent off two of our supporters. Right. Um, which I've not seen any of that throughout the whole league. Granted, uh, that was on their back a little bit. Yeah. But listen, like way ways of going about it, especially at this level. Like one of them was was a sixteen year old boy. Yeah. Like he's his dad got sent away, and he's just there to like watch his boy play football and yeah. he, he gets a little bit of his back up but there's ways of meaning about it yeah of course there is could have come down and chat but that we was really up against it and I'm not blaming that because they did play good football I'm not going to lie they, they did they did stick it and, and they scored probably the best goal I've seen all season yeah like 40, 40 yard half body bang up but keep up had no chance everyone was in the way um, and it was probably the best goal I saw last season yeah but listen we, we missed the penalty um Kieran McGiffin, our number 10, he, he missed the penalty. Um, and we had a couple of opportunities that we should have buried, but but we weren't far off. I'd say our game against you was a, a lot tougher than it was against Halstead. Good game, that was. Um, it was a good game, yeah. And I, I don't think that we weren't far off either side. No, you weren't. Honest. You weren't far off us. We were just, like, again, we just took our chances. That's all it was. Yeah, exactly. Exactly that. It took your chances. So we, we've... We've got um, uh, a striker this season, Elijah Eastwood. Um, we signed him. He played for our old boys team, which is like a, a soon-to-be vet side in the Rochester District League. Um, and they're just there for a bit of a laugh. But he wanted to take his football a little bit more seriously. Yeah. We signed him at the end of last season. I think he scored... Good sign him. Uh, I know him, yeah. Good sign him. Yeah, I think he scored eight in four games, three in the cup final, in the semi-final. Yeah. Um, and, and you need them players on the pitch. Last, believe it or not, last season we created so much but didn't finish. And this season, um, that's what we're hoping. An experienced striker, he's 32, um, and he knows his way around the goal. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. In our box, he knows where the goal is. Yeah. And and last season proved that. This season, pre-season, he scored four pre-season out in four games, one in each. Yeah. So. That that could be a big part of it. Okay. Uh, he seems committed, so I'm hoping I'm hoping that little bit of commitment will be the the turn from getting get the result, finding the results that we should be, and being more competitive with the top couple of sides. So yeah, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put House in at third. Wow. But but I would put Brighton very close. Okay. Because they, um, I think, when after speaking to Josh at Bryden, he, he he said to me that they had a tough, they had a good go at Housted as well, and and uh, they were unlucky not to come away with um, a point or or even three. So apparently their keeper was um, that mustered on the day, and he and he kept him in the game. Apparently, yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, they're ground shit, um, but but the players were good, and the manager he, he knows what it's all about. You can see straight away when when you go to an away game. And you can, you have a word with the manager. You say like you know what you know what they're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, we, we played against like Mottingham, um, a um, couple of other sides pre-season, hmm. and that each turn up and they're like they games that don't know what they're talking about. They're just like South London wankers, mate, and they just don't know what they're talking about. They've mm-hmm. just got a group of athletic boys that mm-hmm. want to have a, have a laugh, and they've ended up in that league and doing all right. Which listen, that works it's like, for me. That's not what Saturday football was about. Yeah. Um, so I think 
yeah, like, I keep moving away from the subject. That's okay. Bit, but, like, the house did, the house did, did, they did try and play a bit of football. Same as you guys, and I think, like, we've got to give ourselves credit. I think we try and play football as well, which I like to see. I like to turn up on a Saturday and not see teams make 10 changes and pressure for 90 minutes. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? I like to see a bit of shape. I like to see... Uh, a little bit of, of football being played, yep. and and that you can really tell tell that from from the top half of the league to the bottom bottom half of the league. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay, so um, how did third? So second. Second, I'm going to go us. Okay. And I've got to give it to Nick. I'm going to put you boys top. I think it's been a long time coming. Wow. Um, Appreciate that. Fucking hell! I didn't expect that at all. Yeah, I think two two years. Like, I've I've played you. I think we played you three times last year, didn't we? Because we had the cup and we played... Two the in the league and one in the cup. Yeah, we had you... Uh, I want to say we had you early away. I'm sure yeah, we did. and then we come to your ground for the cup. You come to us twice. Two, I want to say two out of three weeks you come to us. Yeah, that's it, yeah. Um, and then and that was good games the season before. You looked all right. I think you, you was a little bit behind the season before, but um, from what I've seen on social media and stuff like that... and. And talking to you, it's been a long time coming. But listen, that could change easily. Um, you never know what's going to happen. Bryden could be up there. Long Lane could be up there. But uh, I don't think Long Lane Davis nowhere near as many games as you did. I, I, I put Bryden above Long Lane. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do as well. Um, but a lot of teams have put us like in that in that fifth sixth spot as well. Listen, even Metro Gas when they turn up on their day, they, their players are physical. They're, they're a physical side. Yeah. Um, and, and and they come away with a couple of little results last year. Um, but anything could happen. But that I'm I'm not saying that top three concrete. I'm not saying that we couldn't win the league. I'm not saying that how it could have been. Yeah. Um, the past has proven they got 100 percent record last year. So yeah. anything could happen. But yeah, yeah, of I, I don't think I don't think I'm not going to be far off with that top five. Well, I'll tell you what, you're the first person I've had on since uh, we're, we're back and you're the first person that said we're going to be in the top three at least. So, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, I really appreciate that. Really appreciate that. It's nice to see that my work has not gone unnoticed. Okay. <laughs> right, lastly, and I'll let you go. Um, predictions for this weekend. So, we've got six games. Um, all the teams in action. So we'll just I'll quickly run through the games and then we'll go through um, your predictions compared to, to mine. So we've got um, Bromleyans at home to Lewisham. We've got Bexley at home to Welling. We are at home to Metrogas. Halsted are at home to Long Lane. Southeast at home to Greenways. And Bryden at home to Danson. So first one, Broms at home to Lewisham. What do you reckon? got to be in it um, big one 3-4-0 three, three, alright 4-0 I've, uh, I've gone 3-0 myself so yeah, I mean I don't know I, 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 we, when we played Lewisham last year they had a couple of chances and if they'd have put them away it would have been a different game because we won the game 1-0 and scored a penalty so it gives you the type of game that it was but if they I don't know there's a lot of I spoke to Eddie Asika the manager about 3 or 4 weeks ago and he said there's a lot of changes going down there and if that's the truth then great um, and hopefully that'll be reflected in in some of the results. So, uh, but I just if you're looking at history and statistics, I just can't see it. Um, no, yeah. Okay. Um, Bexley reserves at home to Wellington reserves 
Bexley, we beat Bexley last week, uh, 3-1. Welling, Welling winning 4-2 last week against Broms. A really good win for them. Um, what do you reckon on this one? Oh, I, listen, if it was last year, I would have put anything could happen. It could be yeah. nil-nil draw. It could be a, a, a 10-10 draw. Yeah. Um, but what it, Welling got the result last week. Um, off the back of that, I said they might just scrape it 2-1. I've gone 2-0. Um, Bexley just had nothing up front last week when we played yeah. them. Yeah, they've, they've merged with um, Teviot Rangers from the Bromley District League. Um, okay. it just had nothing up front to be fair um, a couple of decent lads a couple of young young quick lads but just not just nothing they, they brought a lad on 20 minutes on tall tall skinny black fellow and he was quite he was quite a handful but apart from that they just, they just didn't have anything um, quite disappointed we conceded actually which was um, a penalty which a penalty for handball which the referee didn't see so why the fuck did you yeah. give it then that's uh, but whatever <laughs> that's a different story um we were at home to Metro Gas. Uh, I've gone 2-1 to Farnborough. I've gone 3-1. Okay, 3-1. 3-1 Metro Gas. No, I'm not joking. You fucking better be joking. 3-1 Farnborough. I'll come with that one. Okay. Um, House Sid at home to Long Lane. Listen, that, that could be a very good game. Um, but I've backed House Sid out, as I'd say. 3-1 Harsid. It might be 2-1, um, but at Harsid's ground, they're, they're, they're a lively bunch. I think they'll, they'll nick it 3-1. I've actually gone 2-2 with this one. Um, yeah? Yeah, well, you hear things through the grapevine about people coming and going, and then I looked at the results from last week. Harsid winning 2-0 last week. Um, Long Lane winning 7-3. Um, I just think there might be something about this fixture that could that could chuck a few surprises and and if that happens um, it throws a different perspective on the league already because obviously House are known as 100% um, from last season so um, but I just think whether Long Lane have recruited I don't know I haven't had them on yet I'll have them on in a couple of weeks so we can talk to them Um, so I I just I don't know what I can't put my finger on it but I just think there's something there that could that could come out in the draw that one um, yeah, I think if it was if it was the other way around, I think if Long Way were at home, yep. um, I, I probably probably wouldn't say you're far off. But yep. not, do you know what it is? Long Way's pitch is it's, it's a strange one, isn't it? So it's a free kick, but it's like very thin and, it's and tiny like, do you know what do you know what got me when we played in the first game of last season we beat them 5-1 right and that tiny 3G pitch 4G pitch or whatever and the keeper every time he had the, ki- the keeper had the ball in his hands he just kept smashing it long and he just kept going out for a goal kick you think surely after the 5th or the 6th one you'd, you'd stop that you'd, you'd try and play yeah, out and they didn't <laughs> South East at home to you boys. So you go down to South East. Um, I think I, I, you're going to destroy them. I've gone 4-0. Yeah, a big one for us this week. Um, especially, we've got a lot to prove this year. Yeah, um, definitely. I've, I've, I've gone 5-0. You've gone 5-0. Five. Five hmm. Do you want to nominate any goal scorers now? While they're all listening? I'm going to go... I'm going to go... Elijah's got to get two, and he? Two. Yeah. Two. Um, I'm going to go we've got a, a new player Kenny who's a he plays wide or up top yeah um, 
he's an ex Chelsea player. Okay. Played Chelsea on sixteens when he was under thirty. Nice. Um big, big black quick lad. Yeah. Um and yeah, I think I think he'll get a couple this week. Okay. And we've got another new signing, Jamie who's a centre attacking midfielder. Um, and he scored last week, so I want to put him down. Going to back him as well. Lovely. Finally, Bryden Ropes reserves at home to Dance and Sports reserves. This could be a cricket score. Yeah, I've gone 4-1 uh, Bryden, but I wouldn't be surprised if that, if that goes 5-6, anything, mate, goes really I've gone 6-0, yeah. Bryden at home as well, that, on yeah. that, that 3G. I mean, I don't want to be a prick, but... I've gone six nil. I mean, I'm just bait. Again, they lost heavily last week. Dancing, Bryden won convincingly last week. I, I just can't. Again, I haven't seen them yet. I haven't seen anything through preseason or nothing. But I'm just going on last week and last season. So I can't. I can't see them doing a great deal this year. Dancing. So yeah, I've gone. I've gone six nil. Okay, Liam, my good man. That brings us to the end of your airtime. I really. I appreciate you coming on. Um, I know it's been a couple of weeks. You've had some issues with your phone and, you know, Josh was letting me in on a bit of inside info while you weren't about. Um, so, no, it's good to it's good to um, to speak to you, mate, and um, I wish you all the best for the season. Yeah, nice one, mate. Lovely. Good Cheers, buddy. Thank you. Thank you, Nick. Bye-bye. Bye, mate. Liam Barham, again, thank you very much for coming on and taking the time to talk to us and talk to the avid listeners of the Selk podcast Saturday manager some real sounds like some real good things going on down there to be fair um, a lot of money and time put into their youth setup uh, which can only be a good thing in the long run so I wish you all the best uh, down at Greenways and I'll see you at some point in the season Liam that brings us to the end uh, thank you very much for listening and I'll see you next week and obviously as always good luck to everyone at the weekend, I hope you get the result that you're after. Ta-da for now. This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.